back. This is your internet uncle. This is going to be coming out in September, so what better way to celebrate new school year than talking about being in school. Specifically, being back in elementary. So it's been quite a while since uh, I've been in elementary. Well, a really long time, actually. But thinking back, I actually got an award in grade one. I got an award for being the best collector of pens, pencils, crayons, and whatnot. I used to crawl around on the floor and pick them up. I still have that award, and it's my greatest achievement in my life. Another time, uh, when the Toonies first came out, someone had dropped it in a field, and it frozen. And I actually used my keys. Uh, I'm surprised I had keys, actually, then. Used my keys to dig it out. Pretty sure if my parents found out I'd used house keys to dig out this tuning day would have given me a tanning. So that actually was a different school. I used to, I jumped between two schools. Um, it's funny because in grade one and grade six, I was at one elementary school in the core. And for grades two to five, because uh, we moved, I was in a different school for the uh, in the East End. And that school in the East End is actually where... I was admitted into the Mandarin bilingual program. So it's still in its infancy. I actually found a book uh, detailing the history of the, bi the Mandarin bilingual program in Edmonton. And I figured like I was in the third class, the third wave of it. Unfortunately, there was actually a certain number of schools you had to go through if you want to learn Mandarin, be in Mandarin immersion all the way into high school. And because in grade six, I moved back to core, I moved out of district, you know, I couldn't continue on. Right? And afterwards, we moved into the West End. So I was completely, again, completely outside the school district where this program was taking place. In any case, like I was a year or two behind because most kids, like they started in kindergarten and I was coming in as grade two and they're going to hold me back. But my mom insisted that they test, test me. So I took the test and actually didn't do too bad. I'm assuming my mom must have like ran me through some drills or something. You know, I, I was a little behind, of course, but you know, I was able to catch up. I, I still don't write very well in Chinese characters. I only remember a few sentences and numbers one to 10 in Mandarin. Also in Cantonese, but that's a different thing. I also learned the hard way that we learned Taiwanese Mandarin. So it's traditional Chinese characters because I tried using simplify because I was you know reading newspapers and stuff to try to improve my comprehension and whatnot but they would use simplified not so I would you know try to copy them and get in trouble not realizing there's some political social issues there the teachers couldn't talk about so while I was uh, in elementary, I fell head over heels for a girl in grade two of all things, right? For a girl with long, straight black hair named Josephine. And I remember getting, actually getting in trouble all the time because I like just like talking to her. I just wouldn't pay attention in class. You know, she eventually moved actually like the end of grade two. But she invited me to a birthday party or a party of some kind at McDonald's. And, you know, at some point, like I had to leave early. Uh, my parents... My mom and her her brother came and picked me up. And someone had ordered way too many ice cream cones, so that someone just shoved another one in my hands. 
Uh, my mom made it made me throw it up because I was full, and she didn't want me making a mess in the car, unfortunately. But in any case, uh, you know, never kept in contact. I don't know what happened to her. I hope she has a f full and fulfilled life. And she actually would be uh, <laughs> the start of the streak of girls I would strike out with. All this started in grade two. So in happier times, I was sick a lot as a kid. Had had migraines, and I throw up quite a bit. So I was allowed to you know go to the washroom to go throw up rather than throw up in class. And one time, you know, I was throwing up in the washroom when the fire alarm rang. So, you know, being a good kid and remembering what the teachers told me, I ran outside. And a teacher gave me crap for, uh, you know, being late to, you know, get to, you know, my class lineup for the drill. And it's like, was grilling me where I was. And I believe I threw up in front of her as an answer. <laughs> also, so not, not me this time. So a guy named Tony. He was pretty hyperactive, kind of wild. And, you know, you do things that, you know, would break common sense. Don't think he was bad. He just was probably hyperactive. Probably just needed, like, a little more guidance in his life. Maybe some Ritalin. In any case, I remember one time, Tony, you know, he'd been good, you know, end of recess. We had played and no one got hurt. No one got bothered. And, you know, he's just jazzed, right? And you know, I think he actually checked first. So he, we used to have these t uh, uh, swings made from old like truck tires, like bigger truck tires. And you know, he just took it and just heaved it, right? Just as oh, yeah, recess is done, I guess we're going back to class. Unfortunately, another girl named Lisa walked right in front of this tire that was swinging towards her. Someone called out her name, and she turned. To face the tire just as it slammed right into her face. So she lost two front teeth and Tony lost some time in school. Unfortunately, it wasn't his fault. It was just really bad luck. Unfortunately, uh, Tony had uh, his history working against him. So at the same school, we used to play ball tag. You know, you take a tennis ball and throw it and you know, being kids, you couldn't really throw it that hard. When you started getting older, you stopped playing it because obviously, you know, Yes, there's some kids, maybe in elementary team, maybe in my elementary class, never had anyone like that big or whatever. But, you know, you could get some welts from me whipped in, uh, whipped with a tennis ball. But our playground isn't like the prefab things nowadays. It was made with like four by fours, four by sixes, right? And at highest points were like, you know, beams like six feet off the ground. And they were painted this ugly brown color, probably some colored to stand up against the weather. You know, I'm pretty sure probably some like some adults got, you know, grabbed a whole bunch of wood, like leftover scrap wood and buckets of crap paint they didn't want and got a bunch of beers and just whooped this together for us kids. It was great. We also had like even bigger tires. We used uh, kind of like little climbing things, like they half bury them in the sand. We uh was told never to climb inside because cats would go and piss inside those things. Yeah. So you ever see those? They're probably really rare nowadays. Don't climb inside those areas. They're full of cat piss. In any case, so, you know, we were running around the playground, running around these, you know, those, you know, the six foot tall <laughs> beams and whatnot. And at one point, you know, I wasn't it. Some other kid was it. 
when a different kid stopped in the middle of one of these beams, right, turned to face the kid with the ball and just you know, was mocking him, right? So the kid with the ball rifled a little tennis ball right into the other kid's nuts. He dropped like a stone six feet to the ground. Pretty sure he was concussed, but didn't matter. And you were wondering, did we help him? No, we didn't. We were laughing too hard. Uh, the bro had a similar story. Uh, this is actually when he was in junior high. I mean, we actually went to the same junior high, but that'll be a different episode. So they're, they're playing ball tag and stuff, but you know, this playground was much, uh, much shorter. It's like one of the more, one of the super safe playgrounds in the nineties, cause they're worried about kids getting hurt and whatnot. Right. So there was nothing over like three feet, three, three or four feet tall. And I guess this kid's like, I think he, like he couldn't, he was getting frustrated. He couldn't hit anyone with the ball. Right. So he just, you know, just kind of skied this ball in the air. Right. So it went over, you know, the whole playground over the slides, the rails, the platforms, the kids. And there's this little kid by the swings playing with his mom and the ball smacked him square in the face. And then the rest of the kids took off, of course. That mom was pissed. Oh, and it reminded me, uh, we used to have these structures on the outside of one of the schools, right? They made natural nets, but but because, you know, they were part of the wall, right? Like we kind of had to make like a fake half line. It wasn't that far, like way, like six feet away, right? So we'd like cross this imaginary half line and then go back and try to score in the nets. You know, usually we're playing with tennis balls. We didn't, I think sometimes we play with soccer balls, but I think we played tennis ball because like it was, there were windows around there too. So I think probably just be safe. Probably got, got yelled at. We played uh, tennis ball soccer. Some good times. And it was in elementary where I learned to hate yellow school buses. You know, for most elementary, I rode these things. And let me explain why I hate them. It wasn't the drivers. I actually liked some of the drivers. You know, they were fun, uh, cheerful. And you know, some of them were grumpy, right? You know, I can imagine you're working at four or five in the morning, drive a bunch of screaming kids to school. I can understand that now. Probably not fun, what you would define as fun for a lot of people. And some of them hated each other too. It was kind of kind of weird because you mentioned like one driver's, oh, I hate, you know, and like some drivers just get livid. Don't know what was going on there, but it doesn't matter. Uh, one of the drivers actually let the bro drive the bus for a little. We were on the side street. I think I mentioned this in the episode about the bro, so I won't dwell on that. But the thing with these yellow buses is, and the thing with elementary students, I was the only puker. So some kids would get motion sick and they just puke on the bus. Right. And I didn't ride, you know, on the shorter or medium length. I wore long ass buses, right? With the windows where they, they kind of glued them or cemented them into place so you can open the windows, right? Because I guess they're worried the kids are going to half hang out and get smacked by something or fall out. So we would drive around dropping off kids in a bus full of puke smell. I was usually one of the last ones dropped off, so I got to smell it the most. And usually when one kid pukes, other kids puke. I didn't, didn't puke all the time, but I'm pretty sure I contributed more than 50% of the time. So, yeah. I don't miss that. Good times. Any case, thank you for listening. Sorry, no viewing recommendations this, this week. And uh, catch you later.